welcome to Trashlight. I am one of your hosts, Colleen. I am your other host, Rebecca, and here on Trashlight, we talk about the good, the bad, and the culturally relevant from the works of Stephanie Meyer. This week, we were talking about chapter 49 of The Host. It is called Interrogated. This chapter begins with Wanda being racked with a lot of guilt, thinking that it's because it was the Seeker looking for her. It's her fault that Wes is dead. Um, We learn that they successfully captured the Seeker and are holding her in Wanda's old hole, and that the only reason they haven't killed her yet, for some reason, is to see if Wanda had any questions for her. Unclear why, but Wanda doesn't want the burden of another life on her hands, even one like the Seeker who she feels like she hates so much she might want dead. So she goes under the pretense of needing to ask her some questions. And she and the Seeker have a very weird conversation in which the Seeker gets a lot less scary than she was before. One of those classic, the villain talks too much and then they're not terrifying anymore situations um lots of the description shrill and shrieked yes interesting anyway wonder why our female villain anyway moving on yeah i don't that's actually all i want to talk about it we'll circle back to it (laughs) and uh then she and melanie think in sync and have this idea and they both know what they have to do but melanie is not happy about it and it's also worth noting that The Seeker, while upset, is well-fed and unmarked. And we will talk about that, too. Yes, indeed we will. Yes, indeed we will. Well, let's circle back to the top. This is too much guilt for a character we did not give a shit about. I don't care. Stop fucking moping about Wes. I don't even know what he looks like. Also, like, girl, it's... It's not as much fun as it is to accept blame for everything that happens at every point in time ever. Girl, girl, girl. Shit ain't your fault. You cannot control the actions of all of the people around you at any point in time. Like, if we're going to what the Seeker should have done, the Seeker should have given up when everyone was, when everyone else was like, ah, yes, coyotes ate the car. Um, she must be dead now. (laughs) Oh, darn. (laughs) Metal. (laughs) Tasty. (laughs) You say that as though I haven't pulled metal out of dogs before. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) Dogs will eat the wackest shit. If I know one thing about dogs, it's that they'll eat the wackest shit. Yes. And, like, that's not your fault. The fact that she's nutso is not your fault. Yeah. Yeah, also the fact, even if her, even if you are linking the the Seeker discovering the caves to the fact that you were there in the first place, her coming in immediately guns blazing in a very literal sense is not your fault. Like, you did not give that woman a gun. Two guns, I think they said she had? Who knows? Certainly not me. But again, in my good utopia? <laughs> All of these guns? It's more likely than you think. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Seems like it's not my utopia anymore. Seems like it's someone else's. It's certainly not my utopia anymore. Yeah. God. Um, but it's, yeah, I just, the Walter shit was bad enough. At least we got to spend some time with him while he was dying, so I felt slightly more connected to him. I could not give less of a shit about Wes. And so every when every other paragraph is her being like, it's my fault Wes is dead, and Melanie being like, no, it's not. I'm like, this is a waste of my fucking time. I only have but so many seconds on this world, and I don't want to waste more of them reading about this. But you should waste more of them listening to this podcast about us. <laughs> about us complaining about all of these things. Yes, yes, yes. Because we are funny. I was about to say, because we're hilarious. We are. I was very surprised that they captured the Seeker, not plot-wise. Like, plot-wise, it makes sense. But mm-hmm. just, like, it didn't seem like a tactically a good move. Like, no. to me, the tactical moves are bullet to the brain. Yeah. And or... 
story moves are she shot a couple people because she also shot Brant. 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 Um, but he recovered because of the, all the heel drugs that Wanda's picked up. But once you see you're outgunned, like, fuck, back, fuck right back off into the desert. Like, that would yeah. be interesting plot-wise. Like, you shoot, you shoot off a couple rounds. You see a bunch of other people coming for you. You get back in the car that you have where you can definitely outrun a person in a big, like, GMC... Yeah. And you get the fuck out of there. And then you go for reinforcements. Like. Right. And then that's. She's part of an organization. Right. And then that's the scary plot thing is that like we lost her. Yeah. That's the big scary plot thing is oh shit she was here and now she's not. And she knows we're here and we have to figure out whether we want to like try to all move immediately or defend or try to conceal the location so that she can't find it again. You know. That's interesting. And how do we move location when we have members of our community that aren't back yet? Yes. Like, that's the that's the cool thing. But that didn't yeah. happen. They just captured her because they're really good at things. Bunch of fucking right. manic pixie dream girls. I just, whatever. Bullshit. Yeah, so that was, like, weird. And then Wanda goes on a whole, like, spiral about the morality of the ethics of killing someone who is going to kill you, like... They want to kill the Seeker. She definitely doesn't want the Seeker dead. And I get it because, like, the Seeker guilt actually makes more sense to me than the West guilt. Because she's told very explicitly, like, we were waiting for you to see if you had any questions for her or could get any good information out of her. And once you've talked to her and give us the go-ahead, we're going to shoot her in the head. We're done. And that puts a lot of pressure on a person who maybe does not like the Seeker but is morally opposed to just cold-blooded murder. Which is fair. And who's also... From the get-go, morally opposed to violence in any form. Like, you can step it back from murder and just say violence in any form. Because that's, that's Wanda. Like, of course she's trying to save the Seeker. And it's also very fair even if you hate someone to be like, well, I don't want to feel like mean doing or not doing something is the reason you shot them. Like, Yeah. yeah, that doesn't feel great. So I understand where she's coming from. And I also understand where Melanie's coming from, where she's like, she was going to kill us. Like, yeah, you put two in the head to make sure the first one worked. Like, that's that's how it goes. Yep. And also you, Wanda, do also hate her. Like, I'm in your head. You can't lie to me. You do hate her, too. Right. And Wanda doesn't explicitly make the point, but kind of dances around the point of like, hating someone is not a justification for murder, which is an important point to me. It is. It is a very important point to me. I hate a lot of people, and I would only want to murder a subsection of that group. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I hate lots of people, and most of those people I don't necessarily want to murder. I just never want to see them again. Yes. There's a yeah. small subsection of the group where I would, they, I would be fine if they died. Yeah. Like, mo- That's for life the most sometimes. Part, yeah. yeah. For the most part, I just don't want to be near them. Yep. So, yeah. It's... Interesting. And then we learn that Wanda's hole is actually only a few paces from the exit because Jeb was like, you got to hide people where you least expect it. And that's a terrible place to put the prison because they're not expecting anything because they don't know how they got there. Like, and if they miraculously get out and realize they're close to the exit, then you're fucked. If you actually put them all the way back in the fuck all middle of nowhere in the caves, that would be way smarter. Yes, because then they have to get through everybody to get out. Yeah. So he was, like, so proud of himself. And I was like, this is the stupidest thing you've ever done. Incredibly dumb. Yeah. And Wanda's like, wow, it's so brilliant. I never would have thought. Oh, my God, Jeb. Ugh. Horrific. 
Um, this brings me to the, at least in my notes, to the treatment of the seeker. If yes, that's where it brings also you to as mine well. as well. Yes. So Wanda notices that the seeker has not been bruised or mm-hmm. physically harmed in any way. That her food is on a tray. That I think it's like decently bright in the hole yep. where it was. She was in total darkness because she's not in the hole. She's in the yeah. hallway next to the hole. She can spread out. She can stretch her whole body out. Yeah. And Wanda notices this and feels bad. Yeah, so does Melanie. Melanie yeah. says, God, who did we kill? Yeah, which fucking fair. Like, yeah. She killed I, a motherfucker. I would be so pissed. I would be like, so fucking pissed. Honestly, I would just take Brant's gun and just like knock him upside the Like, yeah. Wanda's crime was passing out in front of their cave. Like, at no, even if they were not sure of her motivations for, like, a week or so, at no point was she ever an active threat in any sense of the word. When she came to, she was already surrounded by armed people. Mm -hmm. So, at no point was she a threat. And yet she was physically abused and detained in pretty atrocious conditions for the crime of being a soul. Whereas the Seeker killed someone, like, killed a motherfucker. Yeah. And shot Brant. I mean, we don't care about Brant, but she did shoot someone. She shot a couple people. Yes, and is confirmed as a seeker, like, looking to grab each and every one of them and confirm, and, like, not confirm. Yeah, she's gotta take them to Catholic (laughs) She wants to make all of them souls, yes. You're looking for the word convert, I think. Thank you, yes, that is the word I'm looking for. (laughs) I just like the idea of her being like, take a saint's name and write a paper about it. (laughs) Did you know I had to do that in fucking confirmation class? You had to write a fucking paper on the saint's name you took. Grody. Yeah, I wrote it the hour before it was due. That sounds about right. I think it was the first time I had ever procrastinated that hard on an assignment because I was such a good kid in school, but I hated confirmation class so much. I was Mm -hmm. like, I think it was because I was refusing to do it. My parents were like, you have to do this. And I was like, fuck you. And I wrote a very uh, well-researched from Wikipedia paper on the saint's name that I took. (laughs) But they couldn't give me a grade. Like, what the fuck were they going to do to me? Tell me I couldn't get confirmed? Great. That's what I was angling for in the first place. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like, there was no leverage on that paper. But anyway. In confirmation, in... In contrast, goddamn, why, why do I keep wanting to use that word? <laughs> it's because Christ has entered your soul. Oh, darn, get him out. Ew. <laughs> Ew, David. Ew, David. Um, how long was Gabe's paper? I have no idea, because if Gabe and I had been in the same confirmation class, at least I would have had a fucking friend. Yeah, true. No, I, but he did, because he went to a Catholic school in middle school, I think he did it through, like, mm. his school, so he probably actually got a grade on it gross i know i just did it through my church with a bunch of rich folks from westlake who i didn't know and didn't care about mm-hmm. um and it was horrible anyway yeah anyway Wild. moving on absolutely bonkers to continue to talk about things i'm very salty about currently my yeah. own confirmation and it's just like and i'm sure we're gonna get in the next couple chapters some like wanda taught us to see the world differently and be more oh. humane it's like yeah no fuck that like if she killed someone like Beat the shit out of her. Like, these are very different situations. Like, you can say that, like, oh, we know we treated Wanda badly and we've learned from our mistakes. But to quote Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, your experiences are not universal. These are not the same situation. Like, if someone had showed up like Wanda, like, if, you know, Melanie's dad had shown up in a similar way, being like, I remembered where Jeb's cave was and, like, I was able to force my own slug out or whatever that would be one thing 
She killed someone. I know I've said that like four times, but like. But she did. She came in with malicious intent. She murdered someone. Yes. Yes. And you're like, oh, Wanda made it, taught us that we need to be compassionate. She murdered someone. Yeah. I'm sure. But shopping. Colleen, Colleen, they're turning the other cheek. They've seen the light of Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I would rather they didn't. Oh, How to yeah. get to those caves. Absolutely bonkers. Oh, my God. So it is... I understand why Wanda's upset, and I hope that the future chapters bring a cathartic moment of Wanda being able to uh, express her upsetness at the disparity of treatment between her, a dehydrated bitch in the desert, and someone who, in case you've forgotten, murdered someone! Yeah. In cold blood. Oh, God. Um, Yeah. Like, she came packing. Yeah. Came packing, ready, willing, and able to, like, decimate their entire population. Like, she wanted. That's what she wanted. Yeah. And we were, we had, I think we were moving on from yeah. her treatment. Yeah, I can't remember what we were talking about to make this one of those smooth transitions where I cut out the weird thing that happened because, dear listener, that happens more than you would think. Uh, <laughs> but my husband called about dinner and so we had to take a quick pause. So if this doesn't transition smooth... That's why. That's okay. There's like a five minute phone call in the middle there. Yes. That you don't have to listen to because it's boring. Um, But I think we're going to talk about the Seeker and Wanderer's conversation. Yes. Yes. Because that was, I think, next on the docket. And it's fine. Like, it's just Wanda stalling for time. We don't get any information that we didn't already know about the Seeker. No. Other than the fact that it's sexist. Yeah, I mean, she just gets less scary because we're talking yeah. to her more and everything she says is shrill or she shrieked it or she, you know. And she's very characterized as being, like, bossy and bitchy and needy. But then, like, when the guns come up, she's, like, all smiles. Like, like oh, no, I'm not. Who, I'm me? Not. No, no. Very Karen vibes from the way that she's, like, treating her jailers. And the yeah. fact that they're letting her do that is crazy to me, especially because Brant is one of them and... In case you've forgotten, she shot Brant. She yes. shot Brant bad enough that I think at one point someone says he would have died if they didn't have the soul medicine there. Yeah. Like, it's the kind of wound that if they hadn't had the soul medicine for Doc to use, he would have been at this moment painfully dying from it. Yes. Unless Doc had decided that, you know, there was no saving him and had put him out of his misery. Yes. Like, and Brant is just like, it's a living. Yeah, I guess. He's like, sure. I mean, they do say that the jailers are deeply uncomfortable with her, that they do not like her at all. But also, they keep doing it. And they're nice to her in the process. The last time the jailers were deeply uncomfortable with someone they jailed, they almost killed her about six times. Yeah. And only by the grace of someone stopping them did it not happen. Yes. It wasn't because they had a change of heart. It was because another, like a separate entity came in and stopped them. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this conversation is just like, it's sexist, it's weird. And then out of nowhere, Wanderer and Melanie are like, we know what we have to do. Well, it's Wanderer who knows it. And she's kind of known since the beginning. Because the way she phrases it is like, the final wall that I had erected between myself and Melanie came tumbling down. And she could see what I was thinking. Like, it's some piece of knowledge that she has that she's had for a while, I guess, but just wasn't letting herself think of, I guess. Well, we got a little bit of this, I am having a very distant memory, to like probably a year ago Mm -hmm. when Wanda was in therapy and 
talking about this one, there's like one or two pieces of soul lore that she would refuse to let Melanie see because she was terrified that Melanie would find them. Yes. So I think this is an oblique reference to that, but that it has been too so long, long too since long. that's been mentioned even obliquely. Yeah. But I think that's what this is a reference to. Yes. And it makes Melanie very upset. Melanie's not happy with the solution that Wanderer presents. Um, and the way that Wanda presents it is that, like, this is what we're doing now. Like, this is the only way forward. The only path. And that it's a, a life for a life is how she describes it. That in order to save the Seeker, she has to give them herself. Which, why? Like, I, why would... I don't fucking know. Also, she ain't worth it. Yeah, she killed someone. She killed someone. And who have you killed, Wanda? Oh my god. Nobody. Christ. Her her self-respect. Oh god, my self-respect for her. <laughs> it's yeah. So, I'm sure we'll get some I normally when we have a cliffhanger like this with knowledge, I do the shitty thing and I read ahead to see what it is, but I was reading these chapters in a very specific, cramped period of time, and yesterday, I was homesick today, so I could have read them today at my leisure, but I didn't know that I was going to be homesick today, so I was reading them in a very specific 20-minute window I had between helping cook dinner and needing to be logged on for D&D, and I did not have the chance to read forward. So I genuinely have no idea at this moment what is the plan. I have some guesses, none of them are great, and all of them seem ultimately anticlimactic, because I will say, from the perspective of someone who doesn't know what's going to happen next, it seems like this is our final plot point. Yes. I don't want to say it's our final plot. I will say it's our final plot point because we have, there's 57 chapters, so we have eight chapters left in this book. Assuming one or two of them are going to be used for resolution, that gives us five or or six or seven to, Mm -hmm. like, have a climactic moment, which is not an abundance of time, and also, like, this is kind of coming out of nowhere. Yes. So. And we... Again, like, there feels like so much to wrap up, but also nothing really has been impactful enough to need wrapping up. Yeah, like, if we had spent any more time with Maggie and Sharon, like, we yeah. wrapping up them, but we haven't spent a lot of time with them, so having some moment with them near the end of the book would feel trite and forced. Yeah. Wanda, there was a time when Wanda was waffling about whether or not she wanted to stay in the caves or leave, but... It's pretty clear she's not going to leave. Yeah. A bunch of people were trying to kill her that now are all her besties and her road trip buddies or whatever. So, like, yeah. that's been wrapped up. Yeah. So, it doesn't feel like there's a lot to... Yeah. Oh, the one plot line that hasn't actually been wrapped up is the love triangle, but that's kind of been, like, put on hold for the past, like, ten chapters. Yeah. Like, we know that both Jared and Ian are horny. But yes. But... They've both decided to be adults about it, weirdly enough. And Shocking. so it hasn't so it hasn't come up, which is like great in terms of personal development and also shitty for a plot because like then nothing is happening. Yes. Yep. Oh man. Yeah. So it's just it's this weird combination of like there's there's still things like that we could do. Like what are they gonna do with the seeker? Clearly whatever this is that Wanda has come up with. What does that mean for Wanda? Clearly she will tell us. And in the the vein of Stephanie Meyer heroines, I'm sure it's going to involve threatening her death. Because that's it's what they like to do. It's the only way women know how to help, is die. Oh, is just to die, yeah. To vacate the premises. <laughs> Evacuate the dance floor. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, 
we've got the, yeah, yeah, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's a little, I don't know, the, we've had a couple good cliffhangers, like, we had a good cliffhanger in 47, we had a pretty good cliffhanger mm-hmm. in 48, this is not a bad cliffhanger either, but, like, neither of those cliffhangers fucking went anywhere, and so... Yeah. I, I'm a little once bitten, twice shy at this point with the good cliffhangers. Most of the cliffhangers in this book haven't gone anywhere. Because we haven't had a consistent plot through the whole thing. We should stop because this is fodder yes, for our... Yes, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Cool. Yes. Um, great. Well, if you want to talk to us about us abruptly ending an episode <laughs> with no resolution, you can email us at trashlight at gmail.com. We have social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Trashlight. We have a Tumblr trashlight-podcast.tumblr.com and we have a website trashlight.simplecast.fm and on that note 